episode of Let's, Let's Get, Get Spooky. Spooky. I'm Leanna Vamp. I'm AJ. And I'm Ashley. And today we are at the Colorado Street Bridge in Pasadena, California, also known as the Suicide Bridge. So um, just a little PSA at the beginning. Um, we are going to be talking about suicide, which can be a touchy subject for a lot of people. Um, and also if it's something that has kind of crossed your mind or you need to get help, there are places that you can do that. You can call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. It's 800-273-8255. Yes, please find help. We need all you spooky friends out there. Yeah, so know yes. that you're never alone. Everyone has a person who loves them. You just need to remember that. Absolutely. Uh, so with that, I think we're going to start off uh, with the history of the bridge. Yeah. Um, because this bridge goes way back. And it's a big, beautiful bridge. Like, we can't deny the fact that it's freaking gorgeous, first yeah. of all. It's... It was built in 1912 and by Waddle and Harrington which is, I don't know who the firm was, but they did a damn good job. We don't job. know them. And it's, it's very well known for having like a romantic, despite its, its now history, like having a very you know, scenic, almost Hollywood iconic romantic vibe. And that's why a lot of people see it as this iconic bridge. Yeah, when the lights are on at night, it's beautiful. You'll see it a little bit later. Yeah. Um, so the bridge itself is, I believe, so looking up the history, there's kind of some mixing. So some people say it's 145 feet tall. Some people say it's 150 feet tall. I've it's heard 145, and I only know that because it's 24.5 Ashley's tall. Oh, she calculated this before we started to confirm. Mm -hmm. um, and it is... Wait, actually, no, that wouldn't make sense. Cause I think... <laughs> Wait, how many of you tall? Wait, I think that would mean I'm like 160. <laughs> I'm like... 116 well, inches. Wait, you know, I, yeah. need, I need to recalculate. Uh, no, math is not our strong suit. <laughs> no, We're I neither. <laughs> I was trying to make a fun fact. Hold on. This is why we talk about Keep ghosts. Keep talking about some schematics, so and I'm going to figure this out, because this was my one freaking fact of the day. She had a great tidbit, and then we realized it's wrong. But the total length of the bridge is 1,486 feet, so it is a very long bridge, a very tall bridge. But when you think about the actual height of the bridge, and you think about the idea that people commit suicide off this bridge and have in the past I personally see it and it doesn't seem that high and I'm, I'm guessing we're down here we're looking it's up it's 25 I Ashley's I wasn't far off think about it how many it. did you say I thought you said 100 no oh, oh it's 25 I thought she said 100 and something and I was like we're gonna have to refer I, well, back to the audio. The length too, because the length is not small. <laughs> so if play we back stack the tapes, play back the tapes. I'm just I thinking, don't know. if we stack 24 of you, is that 25.12 Ashley's 25.12 Ashley's. Wow. That's how tall the bridge would be. Yeah, man, that's a big old bridge. Um, so the bridge actually opened in 1913 officially, mm -hmm. and the first suicide that happened was in 1919. So it was. Uh, open and available for the public to use and drive on for quite a few years before anyone considered the idea of jumping off the bridge. Mm -hmm. um, and since then, I believe with all of our research combined, we've people say 154 total deaths yeah. by suicide have happened. We've heard over 100. Um, so the number isn't, I don't think there's anywhere where it's actually confirmed unless you went through historical records yeah. mm -hmm. and got but actual. Most of them were between 1913 and 1937 because it was right. that Great Depression. Yeah, absolutely. Era. But yeah. um, So what about in popular culture? I mean, you see, like we said, this is an iconic bridge. We've seen it in shows, movies, music videos, music videos that are borderline glorifying suicide but let's it's that's fine <laughs> uh, moving on moving on um so it was in we were talking about earlier how it was in full house they bungee yeah, jumped they yeah, bungee it. Jump i remember from that it. which i mean i guess it's 
high. You bungee jump before. I so like comparing before. what you jumped off of, well, with a thing on, but with this, the, what are the differences? So the thing that we jumped off of, I believe was right. Cameron, do you remember? It was right about the same, like 150 feet. Cause it was like 30 okay. something meters. So maybe actually, I don't know. It seemed a lot higher than that, mm. but again, I was up top. And so going into the idea of bungee jumping, I was super stoked, really excited about it. But the second I got to the end of that platform and my feet were, there's like a little box where you put your feet and they're like, okay, we're going to count down three, two, one, go. I didn't know if I could do it. And then I got really nervous and was like, I don't want to be a chicken. So I just went for it. So the initial actually jumping off of it was so terrifying. I was ghostly white, but the second I did it, it was amazing. I think I did it two more times after they gave us the option. They're like, if you want to go again, you can go. It's like a discounted rate. You can go again. So I think I went pretty sure I went three times. You're just going to unleash your inner Bob Saget and just like, you know what? It's going to be okay. It, it was actually, have you guys ever jumped off of no. bungee jumped? No. Skydiving? I've jumped no. off the side of an 18 wheeler non-moving and that was enough for me. Yeah, that's pretty. That was a solid yeah. six and a half feet. It was well, good. Knowing that I was attached to something and not to say that it, there's a hundred percent chance everything's going to be fine. Something can always go wrong. Um, but the idea of jumping off of something, even knowing you're going to be fine was absolutely terrifying so mm -hmm. I can only imagine what these people were feeling in those last moments of their lives where they felt that things were so terrible that that was their only resort that's like yeah. the only and there was a guy that lived too did you read about that mm -hmm. there was a guy who tell me in more life. well there was a guy I read it a little bit in an article I didn't go into full detail like because it was I think intense for him but he was saying that he had jumped because he felt like you know, like a lot of his life was going wrong and he was broke and his friend had died. And so he jumped and he managed to land on his feet, but his whole body from the waist down, his like his bones got crushed. But he was saying in that moment, he didn't want to do it. Like after he jumped, he was like, this was the biggest mistake ever. So right. it was like, it was, he was the only one that ever lived. Wow. But that was fairly recent. It was in the past five years. So I... I mean, if you look at the bridge now, and you can kind of see it in the back of the video, um, when the bridge was first built, they just had, I believe, what are like the little banister type things. Mm -hmm. um, Basically, all the cement parts, I think that's most, I mean, they have like the the iron fencing. I don't know if they had that or if it was That just, was recent. The that iron fencing, because I know that there was an eight-foot fence that was added after um, to try to prevent the suicides. Mm -hmm. And then um, in the most recent years, I believe, I want to say like... 2017 so it was not very many years ago when they actually put up the 10 foot fence oh 2018 2018 yeah, yeah so they had there was a 13 hour negotiation with a possible jumper and from then they're like you know what we need to do something so they put up that the extra higher, two the extra two like chain the extra looking two, fence. but um they're going to be adding an even bigger one they have schematics and stuff online where you can see that it's going to kind of be more designed to be a part of the bridge and it's I think it's like 13 feet right so it doesn't really look tall. like it's added on so I mean you've seen you see physically that they've taken the measures to make it not easy for people to do it but that doesn't change the fact that many people have still done it and I think the latest one was in 2019 it was like April yeah of 2019 an and um someone climbed all I mean to be honest it's just a fence it's not yeah. like it's anything that's that's yeah. not hard to climb over if you wanted it bad enough yeah. um, but it is a deterrent because it's something that you have to physically climb over mm -hmm. and while you're it climbing over you're, you're, that you're, extra like wait a second 
maybe like a second thought of like yeah. what am I doing that moment Hopefully. you're talking about that guy had like yeah. he would have had time to process that idea of like is while I'm climbing these 10 feet of fence is this really what I want to do yeah because there are other bridges in California like the Golden Gate Bridge like mm-hmm. there's a few more that people do this and it's like this happens to be the most iconic because of the historic nature of the Great Depression and everything but yeah it's it's a recurring theme where people and I don't know why and it must be a different mental state where bridges become like this final destination almost and that's something that I always psychology wise would like to be interested in and why that route because it is a very it's a abrupt um end so maybe it's because it's just accessible yeah well and it's easy you think of people like if you wanted to shoot yourself or you have to get access to a gun, you have to physically like have a thing where this is just, you just have to be you able kinda to get there. You kind of let nature, well, not nature, but like you let gravity take hold. Right. And um, kind of bringing it back to the Golden Gate Bridge, because we're looking at bridges, uh, I looked it up and there was, to this date, I don't know if it's the article was up to date, but 1,400 people had committed suicide off the Golden Gate Bridge. But the one thing that is crazy is the survival rate of people jumping. Because that's was, water, I think. Right, I mean, this but it was this is really, 30-something yeah. percent people. I Maybe I'm wrong, but I'm almost positive it was in the 30th percentile of people that survived it. So um, that bridge is 250, I wrote it down, so I make sure, 245, so another basically 100 feet taller. Mm-hmm. And people are surviving. 18 more Ashleys. 18, 18 more Ashleys tall. But they are over water, but... You're over water, so... I mean, you think, like, you know, when you jump into a pool, you you just go in. But when you're going with that amount of force, the the water basically becomes concrete. Right. And then um, the it's tide underneath... It's like the belly, belly flop versus yeah, the swan dive, exactly. right? <laughs> and then also, on top of that, you have the tide which just, it just sucks you under. And then just wildlife and stuff. Oh, like, is the tide you, really that strong there? Yeah, it, oh, like, I didn't you, know that. it'll like suck you under. So do most of the bodies, I mean, I don't- I think they kind of get dragged out and right. they have to search. Try to find them. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I lived really close. I used to, I lived in San Francisco for nine years and I lived in the Presidio and I was less than a mile away from the Golden Gate Bridge. And um, every now and then you would just see tons of traffic because the, the bridge is the only like main way to get to Marin County. That's, there's like either that or you have to go all the way around. Yeah, and they would um, shut it down obviously. When yeah, they were, so they yeah. would shut it yeah. down. You would see helicopters flying oh, wow. over and you're just like. So you kind of knew when something like that had happened. Yeah. Like there was kind of markers for you to know, oh, someone probably mm-hmm. killed themselves. Yeah, kind of like signs that yeah. you're like, well, there's not a, there's not an accident on the bridge, but there's tons of traffic, there's helicopters. Yeah, that's probably yeah. what happened. The The crazy thing about this bridge, so this bridge, uh, the Colorado Street Bridge, this actually used to be called Colorado Street. It's now called Colorado Boulevard. Um, but you the, you can walk on it. You can also drive on it. And it's not uh, like the Golden Gate Bridge is a main um, vein. Mm-hmm. People are using it all the time. You need mm-hmm. to use it to get from point A to point B. Yeah, I used it to go to work when I worked in Corte Madera. Right. I would go on it almost every single day so this you can see the freeway actually behind it so the freeway is the main artery um and then the bridge is just the side road so i feel like for people it was a lot easier to kind of get away with it because it's not fully occupied all of the time like even sitting here we haven't really seen too many cars go by on it but you're seeing the highway right next to it is constantly it's constant moving. but those people are going they're not looking to the side they're like you know tunnel vision paying all the hopefully paying attention to the road but right. You don't, 
it's probably rare that you would think to look over at the at this other bridge on the other side. Yeah, and I think back when it first opened, it would have been a lot easier for people to get away with it because there weren't obstacles. Now, if someone's driving across it and you see something, it's a lot more likely that you'll see something and stop or try to help the person or whatever it may be. Um, whereas back when it first opened, literally people would climb the benches that were up there and just step on over. Mm -hmm. So there wasn't very many obstacles to get in their way. Um, which I guess brings us to the reason that we are here at the Colorado Street Bridge to talk about the haunted history um, and to also do a little paranormal investigation after this. So um, that's really exciting. No one told Ashley about it. We just kind of told her, bring a jacket. Which I didn't do, so I'm not prepared, so I'm good. Yeah, she didn't think it was happening. We're like, no, it's really happening. But then we have a jacket. There's extra jackets. Yeah, it's fine. So we have extra fine. jackets. We're yeah. good. Okay. Yeah. Well, I might get an Uber. That's if what I, she thinks. Yeah, we're going to steal her gonna phone. We're going to turn around and Ashley's going to be hanging out of an Uber going, bye. 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 Have fun. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> Say hi to the ghosts for me. So I guess we can start um, because the amount of spirits that people have reported seeing, it's not a whole lot. You probably count them on one hand, the there's common iconic ones. ones. For sure, iconic ones. Um, and then there's a couple things that people report seeing under the bridge. So I guess we'll start with, like I guess, the main iconic ones. And the first one is... Um, I have, I have so names. I guess the mom one. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Myrtle Ward, who uh, basically went to the bridge to end her life, but also brought along her three-year-old daughter with her, Jeanette. And she proceeded to toss her baby daughter over the bridge, and then she herself jumped and plummeted to her death. The daughter actually survived. Landed in a tree oh like a yeah. boss. So yeah. essentially she... I'm not exactly sure what point on the bridge it happened there weren't a lot of specifics about you know where on the bridge it happened um but the daughter hit a tree and basically the tree broke her fall she survived uh the mother did not so um her spirit has been said to be seen on the bridge looking, uh, looking for, a for child. her daughter yeah looking kind of for that well as last... long as she's not looking for me what if well, I look like her daughter if you did look like your google what she might look like no and it brought up pictures of you she looked just like you. What she if had dark she had hair blue hair? Oh. Well, regardless of what color hair she had, if she looked anything like you guys, that's great news for us. Just, yeah, <laughs> I doubt she looked like me. <laughs> um, but one crazy thing um, was that the daughter actually, so there was a, a big earthquake, the Northridge earthquake. Um, the bridge after that earthquake became seismic seismically unsound. So the bridge was shut down for quite a few years and re-retrofitted retrofitted Ret baby yeah, use all say all the words i can't say uh so when that opened up it was 1993 the daughter actually came back here for wow. the, the re-grand opening i guess you could call it of the bridge and i just think what was that like for her that must have taken so much courage i mean it might coming be therapeutic this, yeah i mean i think once you come to terms with it i think that's when you can finally like come to this place where basically like your life Not was supposed only, to end. Yeah, your life was supposed to Literally end. Your, your mother's maker. life ended. In reverse, I guess. Yeah. The, one of the articles scary. that I looked up said that there was people that saw it. And um, they saw the baby crawling over to the mom saying, Mommy, Mommy. Like, could Just you imagine? Oh I mean, the daughter at that time probably... She didn't... She had no... She was three. Mm -hmm. So there's yeah. no real way that she could understand what was happening um, but being an onlooker and seeing that happening and seeing this little baby and you're like ah like tragic so so sad the mom is definitely if she's still here we're hoping that we get to see her or talk to her or some of us hope to <laughs> some of us 
the two just on the left of Ashley. <laughs> didn't bring her glasses, so she won't see a thing. But I just think of that time, and I think of like being that woman, and like how, what would make that mm-hmm. to to take your own life? I could understand but to involve your child that is like how traumatic that would be mm-hmm. like for all parties well, she involved. probably didn't have anyone to take care of her daughter and was like if i'm going to go into the next life then i'm going to take her with me so we can both live happily like and maybe that, there were, maybe she was in pain and she thought she was putting her daughter in pain for whatever life they had that was absolutely the reason that she wanted to go into the afterlife with the daughter and that's why she's reported to still be here is because she's looking for her because obviously she went on and her daughter did not because she survived so um, that is the spirit of Myrtle Ward, and we're hoping that um, we Maybe get to. We we're so excited to meet another friend because we need more. Clearly, we do. We do more friends. Um, so the next one, let's talk about the construction worker. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I love this story because Thick there's <laughs> like there's just like the very generic like oh. A construction worker died, fell from the bridge during construction. And you're like, okay, that's believable. Yeah. And then there's like, it just, they really go for it. And they're like, oh, he's entombed in cement underneath the bridge. And it's his spirit that calls to like, you know, the broken and the sad, like in these depressed souls. Right. Like an Edgar Allan Poe poem or something. It like, seems this character. <laughs> yeah. Well, so when I when I was reading it, the first few things that I found were very um, kind of basic, saying that the construction worker fell from the bridge. Again, very believable. People fell when building um, high buildings and bridges all the time. It was a common thing. But then as the articles, as I continued down the rabbit hole again, the articles got more specific. The man fell into the wet cement, and it was quick-drying cement. It was 78 and, degrees And they just Fahrenheit. left him there because no one wants to rip up the cement and have to do that again. So let's just pour it's some over yeah, it. No expense. one will ever know. So as the stories got a little bit more outrageous as I went on and on, I'm like, I, I believed it. I don't know if I believe it anymore. And then there was quite a few articles that were debunking it saying, like, don't believe the hype. Mm-hmm. It never happened. But who's that guy? How I do don't we know. know that he knows? I want to meet him. He sounds like a guy who would like Doritos. <laughs> In Wait, the West. He's probably Doritos? like, well, I'm just like, if I'm going to meet a ghost friend, because you guys are all like, oh, let's hang out with ghosts. Let's like, have some I, I want to pick the ghost that I can hang out with. Mm-hmm. I want to hang out with the ghost with the white trimmed glasses or whatever the hell his like who just wanders yeah and cries. The nice yeah the nice why are we nice old man that's very cute no one said that the any of the other ghosts are mean yeah i haven't like that's one thing that i i didn't see anything about there's no malicious malicious yeah. spirits or anything like that. it's mostly just like weird sounds you can see sometimes people walking along the riverbed but it seems like they're kind of keeping to themselves except for like maybe the mother who is searching searching yeah. right but it's not like in a harmful way. Nothing where you feel like your life would be in danger mm-hmm. at any point. Yeah. Well, it is. I mean, I guess when you think about the people who um, have died, they probably weren't like murderers or like bad people. They were just ending their life because they were sad. So if anything, I don't think they would look for revenge as a ghost. I think they would probably just be like looking for some type of meaning. Yeah. So they're probably not going to be an asshole. Yeah. And maybe even helping. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like the man who survived, maybe after they're like what did i do let me try to yeah yeah and there's um not from just this bridge in particular but a lot of people um not a lot of people but other people that have had like suicide type um incidences whether it was them or someone that they know there's a lot of people that are now using that for good and um 
letting people know that there's always someone to reach out to. There's always there's always another way that's not you don't have to. Yeah, you might not see it at that moment, but, you know, life finds a way. I don't mean to uh, quote Jurassic Park and my main husband, but (laughs) it's true. Like, you know, you 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 may be at the darkest moment right now, but there's always light. Yeah. Sometimes you need the dark to To really remind you how wonderful and beautiful those light moments are yeah absolutely um so i think the the reasoning that people are seeing these the spirits are very sad and and depressed and seem kind of like lonesome is because of the way that their life ended you know it's not like it ended in a happy moment um it ended in a moment of depression and sadness and fear um so all of those things transfer through into the afterlife i at least i believe that Mm -hmm. um so I would say that the man that wears glasses, so some of these stories are specific in the sense that there's a person that we know, either we know their name or we know the incidents or the story and there's something that we can relate to them. Um, and then there's other ones where it's just things that people see, but mm-hmm. they haven't necessarily attached it to a particular person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the man in the wire rimmed glasses has just been one. seen walking around, but he's up on the bridge. There's mm-hmm. another one too, up on the bridge. Cause I wanted to test this because I run a lot and they were saying there's this one there's a few incidences where if you're running, someone will whisper her fault in your ear as you're running, not just like walking, like you have yeah. to be running. Mm. So I've heard that as well, but I've heard that people hear that under the bridge as well. But again, there's no um, there's no story or person attached to it. It's just yeah. something that people are getting on EVPs. Uh, people have also reported seeing shadow figures under the bridge. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was some homeless people that were also interviewed to see I read that too. what they have seen. And they say that they would hear like, kind of like loud noises or shadowy figures, um, which again, some of them said they heard crying too. Mm. Yeah. Which is weird. Which for me is always everything that I read and everything that I see or videos that I watch. I'm, although I'm a believer, I'm also one of the biggest skeptics because it's so easy for your mind to play tricks on you, especially in a location where it has so much history and so much noted history. Mm -hmm. We know who the people are. We know what they look like. Um, So the chances of you having, going into a situation, knowing that is a little bit easier for you to kind of justify it. Yeah. Yeah. Manifest and and see what you want to see. So that's where I have a harder time because there's a lot of people that will come out with their stories of things that they've seen, but it's not actual recorded evidence. Yeah. Um, um, so there was a woman wearing a long white flowing robe mm-hmm. and I don't know if you guys read that I didn't that know if story. that was the same one as the mom. And I don't know I got that confused. either. Yeah, I was a little confused because I read that sometimes people will see a woman in a long uh, gown. Ro- gown or like a robe of some sort and she'll be standing on top of one of the parapets uh, before vanishing as if she's like jumping. Yeah. So I'm not sure if that's connected to the mother in any way or if that is another spirit. A different person. Yeah, yeah I, I read quite a few articles about that as well. And I wasn't, there was never anything that made the connection with mm-hmm. it being the mother as well. Yeah. Um, so I actually, we were here a week previous and we were scouting the location. And I posted a photo of me sitting exactly where we are. We're like, this is a great angle. You can see the bridge and all that. And so I posted the photo and someone commented on the photo saying that they were running on Arroyo, which is... I believe like this street right here, um, right next to the bridge. And they ran past a woman and when they turned around, she was gone. Mm -hmm. And the way he said it was like, there's no way that in that time she could have 
been like ran like, off where somewhere did she go? or yeah like right. where would have this person gone to where they're like out of sight yeah that yeah. would creep me out but i mean we're here why right am now. i here no why why am i here right we're now? here right now because it is our duty to report what we yes. see here and feel um but Who wrote what is the duty it? notes? I, I wrote the duty notes. Them. It's in the it's front page of this notebook. Um, wh- what about it makes you afraid? I don't want things attaching to me because I feel like my life is already difficult right now. I don't want to like have more. You don't need another. <laughs> I don't attachment. need. I already like. I'm like. I'm good on my own. I don't need a fucking Ralph the ghost coming into my apartment, giving me more trouble than I already have with living people. But what make- if it? What? What? Okay. I guess. You're afraid of the attachment. What initially makes you think that if you put yourself in these situations, something will attach to you? Like Because I'm a nice person. And I feel like bad people just attach to me in real life. So mm. I feel like if I attract some dead mofos too, like I'm just going to be this like cesspool of stupidity and it's all my fault. And I just like, I can barely handle the living. I'm, I've said that before. You have. But I think, I think also this whole thing is a mindset too. Like, you go if you go into things with an open mind, chances of you discovering something new are greater. If you yeah. go into something with a negative attitude, chances of you walking away with a negative uh, like outlook on it are yeah. going to be pretty positive that that but will happen. But I've also shot in haunted places and nothing's happened, so I also feel like I'm a brick. You might, like, ward them I off. I feel like I might be, like, a, a very massive turd. <laughs> you can't get because through. turds. Well, like I feel are like like, like no, like I feel like like they just see me. and They're like, we don't want to do that. No, we're good. <laughs> she already has enough baggage. Yeah. We're good yeah. there. There's like a existential aura stench around me. They're like, that is so much baggage. We don't want to comprehend. Well, I personally think that every good group needs someone that is afraid mm-hmm. and also not like really excited. You about know, it. I also brought my big hat just in case we did this. Because remember at Universal where I went. Down to I protect just, herself. I That's could just true. completely encapsulate it's my own head, like a shield. Yeah, we had we had to switch hats because her hat was too big. It was, it was really it was really blocking your view of the bridge. It was a fashion statement. So we we opted to swap out hats. But you can wear your if your hat I'm makes gonna, you feel better. You can wear your hat later. I'll see less in it, which is great. And you can hide your little eyes when you're afraid. I'll hide them. I'll just I'll just like walk with my eyes closed. Fuck it. Well, go. it's very very um hilly there's lots of rocks and different mm. terrains so you're gonna have to keep two eyes open two feet on the ground at all times so i think um what we're gonna try to do is we're gonna go to various parts we're gonna uh, investigate underneath the bridge um up on the bridge is there a pizza hut and she's like how do i get out of this there's no, no food that you well, can well i leave could be to- on craft services you know, because we have to eat things. This is a three-part team. You are <laughs> one, two, three. Count, and we we need are all we the of the three bodies. Three blind mice, because I can shut my eyes, and you can shut your eyes. You can shut yours. We can all go to Pizza Hut and then open them and be like, "Yes, thick crust." No, no, yes. that is not happening. We um, love. They Myrtle would be like, "Yes, honey, get that five ninety nine because we need that." So as you said, close your eyes. I just went back to my notes. So um, it says, "Urban legend states that when you're on the bridge." and have your eyes closed, you can hear screams coming from below. Which well, was, I only that. read that in one article. So we'll have to- Now actually needs to keep her eyes open. She's gonna keep her eyes open and she's gonna plug her ears. It's just this internal struggle of, do I close my eyes because I'm scared or do I keep them open because I don't what wanna hear I the screams? What if I shut one and keep one open the whole time? Like <laughs> Then it's only like half the screams yeah. and then yeah. seeing stuff. That I mean, that could be a good one. Experiment. That would be yeah. great. You're gonna, you might have to switch halfway. Can you blink, but can you do a switch them? 
No. No, I can only. Yeah, you just did it. Oh wow. So you have to rest one eye and I'm then the rare do the other 1%. eye. I'm the Um. Okay. Hold on. I know I had more things that I wanted to say, and then I feel maybe like your handwriting just... sucks. That's <laughs> why you can't find it. It's Unlike so AJ's, who's like. <laughs> My notes are. It's disaster. like a nice version of Comic Sans. Yeah. <laughs> It's so we. She opened her notebook and we're like, take that comic sense. It's like no. what we deserve. It's but we so didn't nice. Get. That's like saying like your handwriting is like papyrus. No, it's, it's, it's like it's a very good, nice. Like, that would be reputable on any white eight and a half by eleven. And on then a you door. look at mine. And mine looks like I wrote with my opposite hand with an True. eye patch, in the dark, underwater. Maybe you did. It, it's we don't it's ask not you what very you're good. Um. So, what what are you hoping to see? I know that you're hoping. To, I know you don't yeah. want to see anything, but um, I want some pizza. AJ, what are you hoping to uncover? Um, I think it would just be awesome to, like, I know we have like the puck and stuff like that. It'd be great to like maybe communicate. Wait, we have things. Oh, we oh, have things. Oh, I just girl. let the cat out of the bag. <laughs> we have bags of things. How do you feel about that? I thought we were just gonna like go like, hey, hey, <laughs> want to come and talk to us? Your ghost hunting is very sexual. <laughs> No, I didn't mean it like that. Like, I no wonder you get attached. I thought we could use our inside voices, and then we'd just, like, do it for 20 minutes, and then we're like, okay, they don't like our inside voices. It's more ghost hunting. It's just actually. Hey. Maybe you're going to have your do own, you know you're have your own sub-channel. opens? Hey. But the problem is, is they're from, like, yeah, 1930, but, but they so they're going to tell you where they the pizza shit, hut they was don't. back then. And they're you're not going to know where the pizza, pizza hut But they probably know where it is now. They well, have a lot of time on their hands. So one thing that I feel like is undeniable in people's stories is when they see something, like you can see a figure, you can see a shadow figure, you can see a person, but when you see someone wearing something that is not Mm-hmm. You can't buy at the store unless, you know what I mean? Unless you had it custom made, the chances of someone walking around in period clothing from, you know, the well, early I 1900s. Do that. Yeah, you do that. But like, I'm it's just preparing. The, the, the normal person doesn't have access to that yeah. if they were trying to p- play a prank or whatever it may be. So when people see that kind of stuff, um, again, it's not recorded. So I still have that question in the back of my mind. Did mm-hmm. they really see that? But I feel like those things are a little bit harder to deny. Like if I were yeah. to see a figure of something and it looked like in jeans and a t-shirt and then I saw something in like a ruffly dress with a little bonnet and stuff, I feel like I'd be like, oh God, like that, that would scare me. Yeah, I that's almost, that's I'm also afraid I'm going to cry too because I cry very easily. I mean, like I could, you could say something and I could cry right now. You'd be like, like Chewbacca and you would cry you and I would cry. You're just afraid? I don't. I think I'm just a, a weeping willow of a human. But it's I also like initial... if I see things like when I so for example a few years ago when I was watching ghost shows, I would actually cry when I would see something like scary. And it's not because I'm scared. It's just this weird thing where I'm like, that's so fucking weird. And I'm not sad. It just like gives me a weird reaction. It's just the emotional oh, yeah. shock of yeah. And it's like I get goosebumps. And I'm like I'm looking at a computer screen. What the fuck? Um. So I don't think my, my reaction is to run away, mm. which also is like in the dark and dangerous places, not the greatest thing to just turn around and run away because yeah. you're probably going to get hurt. Um, but I think we all have those initial like fight or flight. Like what yep. is, if something, if, when you encounter something or when you're put in those positions, what is your typical I mean, I like, thought or reaction? I wish I could say like that you just like stay there and interact. Face it. Yeah. But I, it's hard to think back because like, you know, I've, I've gone ghost hunting and stuff like that. And I have 
I told in the last one of the last episodes how I heard an audible voice like disembodied voice from something that obviously wasn't there and in that moment my first reaction was like let's find where that came from which is like the most logical thing that I wouldn't say is being afraid like you, if mm-hmm. that was your first reaction fear is not one of the things that you experience mm-hmm. at least mm-hmm. in that initial moment because the being fearful you'd be like let's get the fuck out of here mm-hmm. I don't want to know what that is you would leave They'd be like okay bye but if your first thought it's is called the fly and cry that's my move <laughs> fly I actually got that fly and cry down yeah, man. if your first initial thought is like what was that let's go find it that's not fear that's yeah. like that's badassery that, that is bad I was thinking of I'd trying also to think just call that stupidity but <laughs> but if you're in like a safe environment that's and true yeah, no... it was we knew it was there weren't any a controlled like, yeah, environment. It was a controlled environment. We knew there wasn't anybody outside of our group there. So yeah, maybe My, it's that security that helps me. If we like, oh, like absolutely. right now, if we went to underneath the bridge and I heard something, I'd probably be like, "How do we know that's not like a murder?" That's the thing that scares me too. Is like this bridge and like it's like there's so many homeless people in California, yeah. and mm-hmm. I'm just like, and, and you know that I live in not a nice area. Like there mm-hmm. are some sane, real motherfuckers with guns that just be like, "Yo, yeah. like we look like we have." more than two dollars sometimes in our bank account so we could get taken you can get shanked for like a couple bucks um i think this is a different i guess scenario because we are outside in the elements we're not in a controlled environment like if you're investigating a a hospital or a prison or whatever um typically you know who's inside that location uh, and you're aware of your surroundings whereas this we there could be someone out there so there's that extra there's that extra element of like i don't know what that could be I have my mini rolling in the brush behind be. us. I was like, oh, God. I have a mini shank, so we have that. Um, yeah, I think, obviously, safety first in these mm-hmm. types. If you go out investigating certain areas where you don't have control of the environment, be aware of your surroundings. Um, mm-hmm. And also, like, don't be by yourself. Yeah, so definitely go in groups. There's security for me is the main thing is security and numbers. So um, anytime I've been investigating, there's always been a crew. But the second you remove that crew, I'm like, I get really mm-hmm. sweaty. Like, Instantly, You're sweaty. Yeah. I get when I get nervous, I get hot and I get very sweaty, um, and then I like can't control my breathing. My hands start shaking, yeah. um, but that is usually when I'm alone. Mm-hmm. If I know that there's other people, I'm like, chances are, if anything bad's gonna happen, like there's a lot of us here, yeah. so it's probably not just gonna be me, the or chance, it could be someone else. The chances of you being thrown up against the wall or something Meh. goes down a little bit because right. they could do it to Cam. They could do it to Cameron or to you or to you. Yeah. Um, so. I mean, safety in numbers. Really. They can't <laughs> penetrate through my fake hair. <laughs> Sacrifice your friends before yourself. With my hat and my hair and my bullshit, they can't get through me. They'll be like, we can't even touch this hoe. So what... I mean, I guess it, I keep wanting to be like, what would you do if something happened? Yeah. But we don't... We don't we're going to have to find out. what we would do. We're going to have to we're find gonna, out. We are going to find out soon enough, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully. Either that or it's just going to be us sitting around so excited well i think one of i would say really one hope of, i get touched because it's been a while since i've been touched by humans either a human or a get, ghost yeah it's been I a think dry spell one of my I, it's not necessarily like my biggest fear um but one of the things that makes me a little bit afraid is not finding anything because i feel like well, that's we my put, favorite <laughs> we put so much into like when you 
research the history mm-hmm. and you want to investigate a place and you're hoping and you're hoping you're hoping you find something or see something or record something and the idea of not is such a letdown mm-hmm. um, but I think one really important thing is with paranormal investigating and not just using the term ghost hunting because it's we're, we're doing an investigation. Mm-hmm. We're actually researching the area um, is to be honest. Mm-hmm. And I think one thing that you find in a lot of paranormal investigation shows is a lot of dishonesty for the sake of entertainment. Yeah. Um, so I think for us, one really important thing is to just be that, be reporters of the area and something just crawled and I saw There's it and I think it was a mouse. boy. Is it touching me? No, it's not touching you. In it was bushes. Um, But it's really important that we are honest and open and Mm -hmm. are reporting what we see and we're not just trying to entertain. But having fun along the way because... I have a feeling there's well, going to be. I hope they like my fart jokes because that's all I'm giving them. When she gets nervous, I'm she certainly makes not holding jokes. the puck because I'll throw it. Oh, there it is! Oh, it just—it's a mouse, right? Yeah, it's a mouse. It's Aww. a cute little mouse. And he's just ran away with like a ghost. He's going to be our little friend later. We'll name him Larry the mouse. He's, he's coming for your pop tart. I know, but I, I ate the pop tart. Oh, never mind. I ate all that pop tart. Okay, so also one thing that I forgot to mention is. As we've been sitting in this park, there's been lots of people walking their dogs, mm-hmm. um, taking their animals out and about on the little path. There's some cute houses around here. Yeah, we're literally yeah. in a neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So yeah. there's a lot of foot traffic that comes through this park. And this park is just basically right under the bridge that we're in right now. Um, but in some of the articles that I saw, people were reporting that their animals were acting weird. So in this area, and they said a park, so I'm assuming this is the only park that yeah. is public access, but then also closer to underneath the bridge of like dogs pulling away mm-hmm. or starting to growl and like bark at things that weren't there. Um, so, I mean, what were, would be your reaction if you were just walking your dog and that happened? Well, like it doesn't, if I honestly, I've driven by this so many times. I didn't know it was haunted until we literally started talking about it. Like a Most few people weeks ago. don't. No, I didn't. Yeah. I was like, that's a really fucking beautiful bridge. And when I always went to Pasadena, I was like, what's the deal with that? But I never, and I knew there was a park here and there's people living right there. So I wouldn't, if I just had a dog and I didn't Google anything, I'd be like, this is a nice park. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would think like my dog has to go poo poo and that's why he's crying. I don't know. Yeah. Like, you're not going to associate I don't know how it. I would feel if my yeah. dog went ape shit. I think, I guess, for me, the stories, when you hear things like that of people having these kind of things that happen when they have no reference. Like, if you didn't know that the the bridge was haunted and you came and you walked your dog and your dog had some sort of episode, mm-hmm. to me, that's way more believable than knowing all of, like we're saying. Like, yeah. you know the, like what they look like. Like, if we brought our dog today and they started acting funny, then we're just like, oh, look what it is. Yeah. Like, you, we knew a, You absolutely thing. associate it with that, whereas... If you have no reference for it, how would you what know what What if I start crying and barking? Do I get to not ghost hunt and I no. can go home? Well, you know, the thing is, like, if you tell us all the things you're going to do as your way out, we're just not going to let those be excuses that are acceptable. So, <laughs> as, she's, as she's very yeah, sad. Stop revealing your cards because... And then this is, talk. I think, the, the last main thing. And I'm only bringing it up because as I look around, it's happening right now. Um... A lot of people reported, oh, wow, that, so pretty. that was a little thing that just crawled on my foot. Or a little mouse. He, like, came what? over here. He was like, hi. It's Larry. He's going back to his house. Thanks, Larry. Um, so people report seeing unexplained mists. Mm-hmm. And if you look over your right shoulder right now, it's yeah. very misty. Oh, you can, I mean, like, it's kind of collecting right in front. Right in front of the That's bridge. That's an explainable mist, though. That's called... How is that explainable? Because it, it's been misty for two days. It has not. It's been, it has. It's... Oh, Cameron's like, it's fog. It's called fog. Well, meteorologist Cam, 
Camera three. You know what? I'm trying to report about the things that people see here. Well, this is the thing, because maybe we're those people now being like, oh, the mist must be a ghost. Okay, it's, so it's I'm the just atmosphere. being an asshole and trying to make it's something. fucking atmosphere. But it, it did get really misty, and it was a nice, clear day earlier. So people have reported seeing unexplained mist. But I think when they refer to those, they're referring to them like a body. In the shape. Yeah. In the shape. Of a breadstick. A large breadstick. Not the atmosphere. And not in human form, yeah. in bread form, yeah. but under the bridge and in areas where they're investigating or like mm-hmm. reported seeing something that wasn't there and it's unexplainable. Yeah. Um, so with that, I think we are going to get ready to do a little investigation. We're probably going to give it a little bit more time because it's still pretty light out. Yeah. Let it get it a, little a little darker, dark, a little cozy. Um, so for this episode, you can check everything out at letsgetspooky.com. You can watch the video there. You can also download us on iTunes, listen on Spotify, and then make sure to stay tuned as well for our paranormal investigation, which will be its own separate episode. And you can find that as well at letsgetspooky.com. So thanks fiends for joining us and don't forget to stay spooky. Bye. I didn't see it. I missed it.